to know your mental Black life is hard, I don't resent though Feelings really real, we should present those Talk about it, you should know your mental matters Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah What? It's time for the shenanigans <laughs> Hosted by, that is not the name of this podcast This is the <laughs> Mental Matters Podcast We are back again for episode some and some. I am your host, Richard, <laughs> with my brother from another mother, Jarrell. What up, though? Yes, sir. What up, though? I'm doing good. Feeling good. I ain't even ask you how you're doing. You got to answer the question at hand. Just you get up. We're we going to talk. See, I said, <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? Said, what up, though? I'm good. I'm like, I, it, it, I, I didn't ask how you're doing. I said, what up? See, we should we we should do a topic on that. What does "what up" though mean? Because if somebody say "what up" though, I always reply like you know "what up" though, and then I if it's like a gap there, I fill it with you know this is how this is how I'm doing. I'm all right. How you been? That type of thing. So, see, it's more than one way to respond to "what up" though. You have to it say is. it back, but then you can go and elaborate further. Yes. So, why don't we take a little time in the background? to curate the ultimate what up though experience so that people can be introduced to this and familiarized with this because we need to give a history lesson we need to do all that stuff for the people for the culture that may not know what up though okay so we'll get to that but Jarrell ultimately brother how are you doing how you been I missed your face yeah I missed you too man it's been a minute man but, uh I feel I feel good I've been Man, I've just been been living. I've been I've been having a lot of joy lately. Um, I'm just enjoying life, man. That's what I've really been on lately. Just enjoying life, enjoying serving people, enjoying being a good husband, and because that's a, that's a that's an ever like evolving like status. It's like <laughs> you're a good husband on Monday. But you, but you never reach like a hundred percent. You'll always be like ninety nine point nine, and then you know, like there's other ways to be a good husband that you still have to tap into that you have. Oh, it's like, like it's it's like two K, basically. It's like two K <laughs> when you try to get all those circles and get like your yeah. max, like like team takeover, and like basically. you get that one turnover and everything go back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's all about like boosting up your attributes. And sometimes you got to go get some Gatorade boost, you know, for the Listen, week and all that type of stuff. So, yeah. That's... I'm about to go play 2K. I just got to a point where 2K has got fun again for me. Like, okay. so here's my dilemma. Many of you all may be familiar with what 2K is. For those that have been under a rock and don't know what in the hell we're talking about, NBA 2K has been around since 2K. And right. so <laughs> that happened. I think it started on Dreamcast. Um, and it eventually found its way to the platforms of PlayStation and Xbox and other spaces, but those don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Sorry, Nintendo lovers. I mean, I do, but I'm not playing 2K on a Switch. Anyway, so with this whole online phenomenon, what I've recently discovered is if your game is super outdated in terms of when you, the year it came out and the year that it currently is, they shut down your online features, which include, but not limited to, the My Career Mode and all of the virtual coins and currency that you have obtained. 
I think at one point in time, I had a player that was, of course, worked his way up to a level 99. Mm -hmm. He literally had all the monies and coins in virtual currency. And on January 1st of 2023, when we say New Year, New Me, a refresh to brand new, they said, oh, you trying to be positive, say less. And they snatch away every bit of virtual currency. This is from NBA 2K21, mind y'all business. This is, mm-hmm. they snatch every bit of virtual currency and you never have access to that perfect being that you spent endless nights grinding in the gym, going to work, slashing <laughs> to the rim, getting buckets, getting dimes, getting rebounds. Being an MVP of the All-Star game, MVP of the season, MVP of the finals, being a franchise player going home to your hometown Detroit to the Pistons <laughs> and bringing the shit <laughs> to the Pistons. You know, they just took it all away, Jarrell, and I don't like it. So that has been my trauma lately. I feel like mm-hmm. I need to get that out of my system because the Mental Matters podcast is really dedicated to redefine a man up probably for the culture, which means we talk about our things. So that has been my gripe with the world. That's how I'm still doing right now. But I'm in a better space because I'm just now getting to the point. He's not a 99, but he is solid like 88. Mm-hmm. And he gave you just enough buckets and assists and rebounds to get that dub in the clutch. And I'm like, wow, this feels real. This feels efficient. <laughs> I feel like I'm being challenged. I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell you what level I'm playing on because y'all going to judge me. But it's like that. So um, I still give any and everybody the buckets. So, Jarrell, when you ready, I think we should do that. I think we should live stream an <laughs> actual, like, heads up 2K game, best okay. of seven series, and see how it goes. I have no confidence okay. that I'm going to dominate this series at all, but it should be fun because I love video games. Yeah, hey, I, I, I'll take the Warriors. You already know that. Oh, my. Well, I got to go pick. <laughs> I don't know. Dang. I need an updated roster. I need an updated game. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to just try to do something with Phoenix just because I know they got gunners. I don't even know who to oh, get. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, it's that's how things are going, but – I'm in a good space. I'm good. Uh, Sheesh. You know, I I think it's time we explore a topic. Okay. There's no shoot things to cover because, well, I have no shoot things to cover because (laughs) I am being a responsible adult and I am pacing myself in 2023 for the shoes that I really need in my life. Mm -hmm. So more to come soon. I promise. Real soon. Because... I'm getting that dub. I'm okay. May not be a goddamn screen, but I'm gonna create one because it's gonna be mine. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so let, 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 let's let's have a conversation. Okay. First off, Michigan weather is trash, but that's yep. has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about just black men being at peak efficiency. You talked about mm-hmm. earlier, talked about like, you know, you're trying to be the best husband you can be, like a, but you still got room to grow. Right. 
so that's on the, the depending on your love languages, depending on other things, when you feel your best, when you perform being good husband the best. Um, there was a quote. It was actually an exchange from who I believe to be if all goes according to plan in the NBA. I can see this gentleman winning finals MVP. I can see it. You have no idea who in the world I'm talking about because I didn't give you nothing to start with. This gentleman... If everything goes right in the NBA. If everything goes right this season for them in the NBA, I'll say it that way. Okay, I'll let you continue. This gentleman will be finals MVP. And I'm not a fan of this team personally. It's Detroit versus everybody. So right now, y'all know my Pistons are probably not going to the finals at all this season. But Mm -hmm. um, this gentleman, you know, this this, this gentleman is definitely playing his butt off. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to just play this. I you should know exactly who this is, just based on the voice and just based on the the the, the extra light skinned confidence that this gentleman has. And I say okay. that with respect to all my brothers of all different shades. Let's see <laughs> if this. Let's see if this plays. Um. I'm play it again. So that is a scene that was captured pre-game of an NBA basketball game. Just based on that voice, who who do you think that is? I think you're talking about Jason Tatum. Very much so. That (laughs) man has been playing his complete socks off. That man has been going absolute nutty. He started, I think, with redemption after last year's NBA Finals when they took that hefty L to the Golden State Warriors. Um, That man has been playing on fire. Boston Celtics have been playing on fire. I got to give respect where it's due. I remember when the San Antonio's had their run, beat the crap out of my pistols in the finals. I can't stand Tim Duncan to this day. But I can always give a great player their roses. Same thing with yeah. Steph Curry, the light skinned mafia with him and Clay Thompson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that man is playing on fire right now. Him, Jason Brown, uh, Jalen Brown. Um, they got Marcus Smart still. They got yeah, some Horford great pieces. Al Horford is playing like he only got like five years in. That man is crazy. Yeah. He hit, um, I was watching last night. I think he went five for five for three pointers. <laughs> like, anyway, the man's been going nutty. But he mentioned, but Jason Tatum said something. He said he's top five. Top five, what? Don't matter. Top five. So that is what we're going to talk about, Jarrell. We're going okay. to talk about simply being top five. You okay. know, we're going to talk about all the things that we consider to be top five. So let's start with the question. When do you feel that you are top five? You mean like as far as the things that I do in life? Like what am I top five in? Sure. All right. Um, 
I'm, I'm gonna be extra confident today. And there I'm gonna go. say, there you I'm, go. Talk I'm, your I'm, talk, I'm gonna, eh? Number one, you already know what I'm gonna say. When it comes to the grill, I'm I'm number one. <laughs> he said top five, and I'm not grill, one, I'm not two through five. Exactly. When it comes to the grill, um, like so I'm not Jamaican, but I feel like my jerk chicken could stand up there with any other jerk chicken. Well, I, it's been a while, so I don't know what you're even talking about. <laughs> my, my taste buds have been full of protein drink. You know, I don't know what that even it was. What's jerk chicken? <laughs> oh boy. Nah, so I would say definitely when it comes to grilling, I'll put like in that grilling category, like jerk chicken, ribs, um, barbecue chicken. So like I'm I'm top five on a grill. Um top five, top five. What other categories do I have? I would say my ability to engage anyone of any type of background. I what feel like mean? I can carry. So when it comes to just like meeting new people or networking, I feel like you put me in a room with like a bunch of strangers. Like I have like no issue with like standing toe to toe and explaining who I am, what I do and what my purpose is. So I feel like I have that ability to just, cause some people, you know, it's like, they just talk a lot. But to me, it's like, you have to have like impact behind your words. So I feel like my words definitely carry the impact. I might not say a lot, but what I do say definitely holds weight, you know? So I feel like my ability to connect, my ability to just be able to just have people like, I don't want to be arrogant and say like me, but I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like I have a way, like my character just, is just people are, I'm not going to say like naturally drawn to me, but people, they don't really have any, they will never have anything bad to say about me, you know, because I don't give off the whole aura of doing too much, you know? So I feel like as a, as a, a person, me being who I am, I'm the type of person I can, like, get along with anybody. And I feel like that's a strong suit. Some people say, like, oh, that's a weakness or you're a people pleaser. I feel like that has nothing to do with you just being able to connect and you being able to have people just be able to, like, stick their hand up and say, yeah, that's a good person, you know? Uh-huh. So I would say I'm top five in that area. Top five, um, top five, top five, top five. I got to think of other categories. Cooking, for sure. I mean, we want to – Grilling in with cooking, I I will put all that in one. I guess. Um, he said, no matter the heat, <laughs> he can control that thing, and that food right. gonna be immaculate. Right. Well, Jarrell, um, I'm just saying, I need a plate real soon. I'm just feeling a little distant. All right, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I would definitely say, uh, as as a as an uncle, I'm top five as an uncle. I've been slacking. Not necessarily slacking. I won't say I've been slacking. What compared you mean? To what I used compared to what I used to do. Like I used to have my nephews like every I don't say every Friday, but at least like three times a month. You know, mm. go to the barber shop. In the summertime, we'll have water fights. Go to Target and get toys. Go to Walmart get water guns. Um, go go on ice cream socials with them. So it's like I say I probably haven't. They have, we haven't had a movie night together probably since the end of December. So it's been a good, like, three months. <laughs> so that that's just all I mean. Like, you know, not, I haven't been as active as I used to be. But, of course, they still hold a special place in my heart. So mm-hmm. so as an uncle, I would say I'm still top five. Um, Fair enough. I think that's four categories so far. So I said uncle. I said cooking slash grilling. That's, that's one category. 
mm-hmm. meeting and connecting with people. Uh, that's that's only three. So fourth one, I would say husband for sure. Just because I can read you like a long list of the stuff that. <laughs> He said, I'm going to give you a top five of my top five. (laughs) Um, And I think the last one is just like the person who makes time for family. Like, I feel like I make a lot of time. I spend a lot of time with family. Like, our house is always open. Like, we just had like a mini Super Bowl get together. And before that, we had a little get together for my birthday. Um, it's 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 always something around family and food, so. That's my top five of being top five. <laughs> I feel as if food makes family. Mm-hmm. It also makes family come together, but I feel like food just makes family. But that's mm-hmm. just a complete sidebar. Um, I think food is part of the reason why food is a part of the reason why Jarrell, if you ever tried to get rid of me, I would like park in front of your crib and not let you leave it until you forgive me for whatever sins I have done big preach and then you have to cook the foods okay let's just make that clear like food I think obviously has bonded us even closer than we already were um but um I think food creates family like a family structure like it always gives people a reason to come together and it seems like a family moment every single time um even if they're not actually family it's like, ah, uh, when you see somebody enjoy your food, it's just like, you feel like you're at home, don't it? I get it. <laughs> I know it. So that's that's big facts. Um, It's funny that you mentioned that. So that is not the route I was going with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we will take all those things and more. Um. From the standpoint of what I was thinking, at least when I think of top five, I think of in five ways do I feel like I'm my complete self. That I'm the best mm. version of me. Okay. Um, best believe you'll get a chance to say it again. But I would say first and foremost, listen, Y'all hear us talk about this every single time. I feel like I'm top five when I get that coveted pair of shoes that I always say I really, 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 really want and need in my life. It's always an overwhelming moment to get an actual dub of something you actually want and need. Mm-hmm. Terrell just get once these days. That's how much he be pulling the trigger. He just be like, bam, another one. <laughs> Bow another one under bow another one. He just shoot, he just don't miss. The shots yeah. don't miss like big stunner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's obviously my joking is one. I think that's the lowest priority, actually. But people know how much I love shoes, so it is what it is. Um, I feel like after a nice hot not too hot to be like boiled chicken, but like a nice hot shower or bath. Mm-hmm. Like when I take care of myself, pamper myself in terms of like, you know, when I get the actual like, all right, fellas, this is a non-judgment zone. If you judge me, I'm going to come right back for you. 
when you get the body scrub, right? Mm-hmm. You apply the body scrub after you finish washing up. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very underrated feeling. You feel like a new sense of clean. Because not only are you scrubbed clean, you got whatever scent and smell that you get from that body scrub. Shout out to my family at Celine Christine Skincare and Things. Listen, that's my shout out. Them, whew, it's a body scrub that they have. It's immaculate. I love it. I stand by it. Um, they have special ones for men as well. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, so there's that. There is also, um, it's something about that retwist, bro. And I feel like we can have this conversation now because you have locks. You know, yeah. somebody got persuaded to get locks because they seen the aura that I give off after that <laughs> retwist. They was just drills, just like, you know what? I want that feeling. He got locks. Right. It's, it's my <laughs> fault, right? There you go. Not really, but whatever. Um, Retwist lineups, all that combined. Mm-hmm. Listen, retwist is one level. Retwist with lineup. Mm-hmm. I know I'm top five. Top five, what? Don't matter. Top five. <laughs> Big facts. You can't stop me after that. Um, I will say. I also feel my best version of myself. When I'm around, when I'm around people that love me back, and that could be anybody, that could be family, that could be extended family, friends. Um, when they pour into me, what I pour out, um, I feel complete. I feel like I got all six Infinity Stones. You know, I'm ready to just dominate the world and just mm-hmm. go after it. Um. And I'm going to say this one. I know you'll love this. I feel my best version of myself, regardless of how much of a heathen I've seen in most times of my life. Because, you know, I am a heathen. I am from the east side of the D. What's, <laughs> what, hey, you know, you know, we had to, had to get it out the mud. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I am my best self when I realize how far the OG Sky Daddy has brought me through life. Mm-hmm. Because it's often a reminder of like when it comes to like career things, if I'm not confident in like what I'm doing at work and I just kind of dive in and I understand it after that, you know, I could still be behind somewhere, but mm-hmm. it just feels like a sense of accomplishment. When I just believe in myself, when I just say you can do, you can do all things through Christ. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who strengthens me? And like it's just something about that feeling. It's a very, very I think it's a very underrated feeling because I feel like I can literally do anything as long as I got like people praying with me and praying for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that because. And I actually had the privilege of talking about this um, on the Lazenby Experience, a podcast. Shout out to my bro, Josh. Um, want to say he is from the Chicago area. And um, he 
asked me to be a part of his podcast platform one day. And a very underrated experience was, we talked about a little bit on this podcast. It was this period from like 2014 to 2017 where I did not realize how dark of a hole I was in. Hmm. That's part of the inspiration of why we even started this whole podcast journey because we wanted to have a space to talk about our things. And me and you didn't have that space to talk about these things. In fact, you had no idea what I was going through until we started this podcast. It was like, dog, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, bro. And the record (laughs) button is still pressed in. Um, You know, when you graduate, you have no idea what you're doing after that. You you think you do, but you like, uh, this is not new. Um, you move off a different part of you move away from your hometown, you dip, you go. Um, then you lose family members. I lost two of the most important family members in my life, the ones I can go to about anything in terms of my grandfather, my great grandfather, and my grandmother. Um, in a sense, I had to re uh, had to re adjust what my relationship is with my mother. I'm still figuring that part out. But in that time and space and career-wise and family-wise, I felt in a very, very lonely and dark space. And it came full circle even when even the job that I worked so hard to get through almost two years of grinding to be promised an opportunity that will get me back close to home so I can deal with those things while at home was pulled away from me. And that was my straw. I was, I could have been on this brink of like just smacking people and going crazy and ending up in jail somewhere. Cause that would have been <laughs> stupid. Or I could do exactly what I did. I just prayed. I talked about it. I didn't go to therapy at 20 and 2017, but I was seeking out people to talk to. I think I spoke with like some, you know how you can call those different hotlines, things of that nature, and speak to somebody right then and there. Yep. And I was able to talk to a few people for the free for the free ski. <laughs> and uh they definitely got me through and uh and to the point where I was ready to find a therapist. But in the meantime, I had my wife, um, well, fiance turned wife at the time. Um, I had my two cousins slash sisters who are basically that. Um three. Well, my cousin slash sisters, if you will, that you couldn't tell me different. One of my best friends turned sisters and Naomi. And um, so that's Iris, Maya, Naomi. And ultimately just talked about the whole experience on the podcast. I won't give you the full story here. I'm gonna make sure y'all go listen to that. Go give love to Lazenby Experience. We will drop the link in the notes here in this episode. But when I was able to get closer and go back into church environments and get the praying fours and things of that nature. I felt top five, bro. Like I literally felt like I was on top of the world. And so I say all that to say, um, I could sit here and insert a joke and say, I have no idea where the hell I was going. But <laughs> what I will say is that with those experiences in terms of like, you know, being able to secure a pair of dope shoes and wear a pair of dope shoes. I feel like that's an expression of who I am because we weren't always able to afford the shoes. Um, When I have people that pour into me, give me love and surround me with that, that always makes me feel top five. So I feel like 
it's being it's a version of getting back what I put into my ecosystem to my family and friends. Um mm-hmm. sidebar, whenever Jarrell makes me a plate of jerk chicken, I feel top five. So I'm like, man, God dang, boy, you made this with love, boy. <laughs> um you know, when when people keep me in prayer, keep me lifted, things of that nature, and they got my back. And mm-hmm. um that retwist, that lineup, it's been a minute for the lineup. It's actually been a minute for the retwist, but I ain't gonna take off this thing for you. Um, you know, just a combination of those experiences. Um, and also again, when you got your significant other that got your back no matter what. Hey, feel like I could take over the world, bro. Between mm-hmm. behind the great Dr. Martin Luther King was a Coretta. Behind the great Barack Obama was a Michelle. Right. Well, I can say is because they're both still living. Let's make that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just proven, bro. So, you know, it's it's a couple of things that make me feel top five, but I, I would say those things are some of them we ain't even gonna get to the fact that this house is still standing strong even though the ice and wind and snowstorms have been blowing <laughs> against my gutters and downpours for the last mm-hmm. like week and a half and one of them has shaked rattled and rolled on loose and i'm just <laughs> like if the dogs bark at one more weird noise i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> but um you know able to have a job a lot of people didn't come out of covid with career opportunities or keeping their job. So, you know, combination of all those things and more, we can probably do this all night. That's part of the reason I feel top five. So, um, so yeah. Boom. I like it. <laughs> yeah, man. However, I think Jarrell, listen, I'm not saying that you wrong about being this all-time grill master <laughs> i'm just gonna say that i could try to challenge but i don't want to waste my energy i'd rather focus it on something else more more uh more promising and a w like oh that's it hey you gotta know when to give the praise bro hey i ain't never had a bad plate from y'all house so i'll make that clear appreciate that yeah, man. With that being said, I'm waiting for that next plate. I'm going to just pull up. I'm going to just pull up to your crib and come get it. I don't even care what it is. We ordered Chinese food. Came from your house? Don't matter. I'm getting some. <laughs> you take out. <laughs> right. right. That's it. I'm taking, I'm taking this food. When I get good music in my system, I feel top five. Okay. So now we want to play a little game. That you know what time it is. We gotta pick some more top fives, bro. Okay. We got we gotta listen. We ain't been able to play number games and things of that nature in a minute. You know, ain't no nine, ain't no number ninety nothing jerseys, and none of that. Not that I care Very about true. stuff for Aaron, yeah, that, stuff for Aaron Donald. You know, go. I was saying that's like some that's like some hockey stuff, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> really? don't watch hockey. <laughs> no, we don't. Ever since the, uh, what was that Gavani Smith didn't play for the Red Wings somewhere, I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Last season, we had two brothers, not just black men, but actual brothers, 
that were mm-hmm. on the Detroit Red Wings roster. In fact, I know that because this is funny. So they had a giveaway. Mm-hmm. They had a giveaway this season. And I promise to tell you what that giveaway is after a nice little quick little break. So we'll be right back. Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with the code MENTALPOD. So, we're back. It's time to talk about some top five things. Before we get into that, let's finish the story. So, the Detroit Red Wings, along with the rest of the National Hockey League, have these special reverse retro jerseys this season. And when I seen it, I mean, I was on vacation. I sent this to Jarrell. Jarrell was like, get off my phone, bro. You on vacation. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> this is cold. The Detroit Red Wings have a reverse retro jersey. It is black and red. That boy is cold. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the Detroit Red Wings had a giveaway thing. They said, list your favorite player from the team, blah, blah, blah. You can enter to win that player's jersey. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, in true ignorance and fashion, without doing the rest of my research, I knew that there were Black players at one point in time that played for the Detroit Red Wings. Mm -hmm. So best believe I put Gavani Smith in there. Giovanni, Gavani, I could be butchering that. I'm sorry, bro. Hope you're doing well. And you actually are getting the assistant goals you deserve. Um, that's how much I know about hockey. Sorry. Um, I realized after I made my submission that he no longer played for the team. <laughs> there is not a black player on the entire roster of the Detroit Red Wings, which is unfortunate. But it's also expected because of the four major sports of footballs, the baskets of the balls, the baseballs and the hockeys, the thing that doesn't have a ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hockey's very white. Yep. So I love my home team. I root for them all day. I have no problem with white people. You guys are cool. Um, I prefer black people all day, though. I mean, this just goes without saying. And I know that there's no black people on the Detroit Rail Wings, and that's just facts. And so, mm-hmm. long story short, I know I'm not getting that jersey because they never made it. <laughs> so there's that. Anyway, moving on. Top five, top five, top five. We are going to get into some top five things. Jarrell, are you ready for the shenanigans? I'm ready. I'm ready for the shenanigans. Good. Because I'm not. So, let's go top five NBA teams, who is your top five? Who do you like the most in the NBA right now? You mean like who has the, the top five to like win the title? Who is your favorite top five teams in the NBA? Okay. It could be that. It could be based on however you want to rank it. Who's your favorite top five teams in the league right now? Who's your who's your people? Like, I'm a root for them teams every single time. Let's go. Uh, right now, you know, I like having like diversity in the league. I don't like being the same people all the time, which is one of the reasons why I was watching the Warriors before they even took off. Of course, I'm going to go with the Warriors, even though they, I think, number five in the Western Conference right now. But that's okay because we already got four. So 
Uh, Warriors, Nuggets, because I like watch, watching Jokic. He, I don't know how to say it. Like, I root for, for Jokic because he's the everyday guy. Like, he looks like he's supposed to be, like, <laughs> like he looks like he could work for the water company. <laughs> like, he looks like he could work. Hey, for hey, like, hey, what's that supposed to mean? You no, I mean, like, he's one of the work for the water company? I said DCE, too. But he looks like he's just, like, an everyday guy. Like, if I seen Jokic walking down the street, I mean, if he wasn't seven feet, if he was, like, six feet, and I saw him walking down the street, I would be like, that dude right there, like, that's the everyday guy. Like, you know what I mean? Not, like, in a bad way. Just like you can see him don't going be, to the don't movies. be don't be bashing on everyday guys, bro. Because I'm gonna oh I'm gonna have to let him get <laughs> sneak one in. I'm gonna be like, all right, that's enough. I'm, you can't hit him no more. I'm not I'm not bashing. Okay, this this is the way I should say it, I guess. I don't so, already like, bash you see him. people. They gonna hate me. I'm, I love y'all. <laughs> I promise. Well, you see Jokic, you don't say that's an athlete. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. Okay. Like, you see Jokic, you'll be like, that's that's the dude. Like it's just the dude. It's just the guy. Like he could be walking through the mall with his girlfriend, sharing a pretzel with her. Something like that, like you know what I mean. Like he could be like you know, he's just a suburban dad. Like that's that's what he looks like. So, that's would you equate good. his lightness to somebody like a Dirk Nowitzki? Just in terms of like his posture, how he carries himself, etc. Because to me, it remind he reminds me of Dirk without like the crazy jump shot, but like he keeps playing for yeah. Denver. I think he's gonna eventually be like a Dirk. Yeah, I I give you that. Definitely. It's like he's real like humble it seems. Um like I remember Dirk he came to the uh to the playoff game with a uh, aluminum foil over his plate. Every <laughs> time, baby. You know it was some black in his household. <laughs> so yeah, I like Jokic. So I say like the Warriors, the Nuggets. Another team coming up in the West that I like is the Kings because mm. when I when I had when I had 2K that 2k21 or 2k20 i had the pistons right and so what i did i had put a trade in and i just like rearranged the whole org and i had sabonis from the pacers like as my powerful no i had him as my center i think i had buddy hill as my shooting guard i had somehow i got harrison barnes in the trade as my small forward and then i think i had like I think I had like Tyrese Maxey as my point guard. Like it was just, it was lit. Like I don't know how I like structured that team, but I just did a whole bunch of trades. And so ever since then, I've been a fan of Sabonis when he was at Indiana. And to see him like killing it with uh, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Mike Williams as the coach in Sacramento, I think that's dope. So mm. I'm, I'm, I like watching Sacramento. Um, so going to the Eastern Conference, let's see. I like watching from the Eastern Conference, Boston. And I would say it'll be a tie between Milwaukee and Philly, but I like watching Philly more. I like the way that they, like, space the floor more, and I like seeing Embiid go to work more. Then I like watching Giannis. Just, watching Giannis is great, too, but it seems like – I feel like Giannis is more, like, power, mm-hmm. and it's, like – it's kind of like Embiid is more, like, finesse, skill, footwork, like – it's more strategic. Giannis is more just like, I'm going to bully you and just come through, you know? So I respect both of their games, but I like the strategy and the footwork and like the fundamentals more than just, I'm going to take two dribbles and I got this long stride, like a dog. Two dribbles from the opposite free throw line. <laughs> and it ain't even a travel. He just that long, tired of his legs. He's be like, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's why I would pick Philly over, uh, 
over in Milwaukee. But Milwaukee, if we get sick, they'll be sick. That I like watching. But sometimes they they're bad too. If Giannis is off, Milwaukee they kind of unwatchable. True. Yep. Yeah, so, if you got two of their big three in there, they they gonna get you. They gonna get you problems. Mm-hmm. Like if Chris Middleton's healthy, um, Giannis is healthy. That's already a game. Like that's that's already a game. You know what I'm saying? You it, it, the name escapes you right now, but the point guard, Drew, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, bro. Listen, yep, yep. Drew with a J, J R U E. <laughs> Confusing, but dumb. The way they put that team together, I can see them being the class of the East. I think for a long time. I guess I can see at least the next five seasons. You know, as long as they stay healthy, I can see them being that one of them ones. Um, I want to insert my top five NBA teams right now, but I'm going to just do it. So first and foremost, I'm never going to take them out of here. I'm never going to do it. Jarrell turned his back. I ain't never going to turn my back on my guys. I ain't never going (laughs) to turn my back on my fellas. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to roll with my Detroit Pistons all day, every day. I know they are not winning no NBA title this season. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand. The record shows it. You know, Jay and Ivy helped celebrate Chris Webber's birthday last night with the infamous <laughs> timeout without timeouts. And I went to, like, just, like, throw my iPad out the window. But then I realized I can't buy another iPad no time soon. I wasn't going to do that. Um, I love our team. I love that they fight. I love that they fight no matter how far they're out of it. They fight every single night. If they get blown out, they okay with that because they fought. Last night, they was getting blown out. They only lost by two points, but that was a very strong, valiant effort by my hometown Detroit Pistons. I want them to be better. I want them to hit them playoff strides in, get them playoff reps in. We got a few years to go. We got a, a K Cunningham to get rehabbed and back in the speed. But I like our team when we fully healthy. They grind and they'll give anybody, they'll give anybody problems. Mm-hmm. I hey, I'm not here to talk mess about your Warriors, bro. But they gave the Warriors both <laughs> L's in against mm-hmm. Detroit this year. I'm just saying, them boys was falling. So I ain't got nothing to say. They, I, I, I stand by my home team. Hopefully next year we do some things. Um, they got to give me something to root for, but yeah, they do have to give me something to root for. But I don't care if they owe in eighty one. I don't care. I'm rooting for my fellas all day, every day. That's just facts. Um, I like the moves they made by getting James Wiseman. I think that was a good move. He's definitely a young upcoming bucket in a low post presence. That's going. He can stretch you out a little bit. Um. So I think that's pretty cool. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know what the world holds, but I know Jay Ivey's definitely the future of the Pistons. Um, hey, don't count that young dude out. He's a bucket. Mm-hmm. Now that that's done, the rest of the league, I'm not going to give as much emphasis, but I'm going to say, like I said earlier, the Boston Celtics are going to be a problem for the entire Eastern Conference this year. <sighs> I mean, Jason Tatum is the 
the highest score in, in, in NBA All-Star game history with his <laughs> – what was that? What, what did he finish with the 55, I think, yeah, in the All-Star yeah. Put up 55 points, got the All-Star game. The Kobe Bryant All-Star game MVP. Um, after he did, debuted his brand-new signature shoe with Team Jordan. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to do it, bro. Good job. Congrats. Um, so definitely in there. I am never going to count out the Golden State Warriors. This is probably one of the first, second, or third times I've actively admitted this. But Steph Curry is an all-time talent. He just is. He literally is in terms of three points made. He's a bucket, and he's probably going to be in that top 10 for our scoring. But when it's all said and done, somewhere up there. Um, I... I love I love how the organization over the last decade or so has created a team and a culture of like just going to get it and just organically getting their players. I love like far as like through draft and development, things of that nature. I, I do appreciate that whole idea, that whole philosophy. Um, you know, from a from that one time when Baron Davis dunked on Andre Karolinko. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday of the days. Um, but nah, they, they'll always, they up there. They definitely up there. Definitely the class of the Western Conference, if not the whole NBA right now. Um, so we got Detroit, we got Boston, we got Golden State. <laughs> I'm a joke. I'm a joke and say any team that LeBron James is on, let's just call it what it is. He is the all-time leading scorer in the whole entire league history. That's just dopeness right there. Um, but I'm sorry, Lakers. I don't know what y'all gonna do this year, but I mean, yeah, sorry. Um, not y'all. Um, I definitely want to give it to Milwaukee. Um, I think they are a I don't want to say a younger uh version of Golden State. But they are, I think, in a earlier version of Golden State in terms of organically building their teams to championship rosters, um, mm-hmm. literally by winning championships with a, a championship with that roster, um, to put out Kevin Durant and them in the in the, <laughs> in the playoffs. I mean, you got to be damn good to pull out that guy. That guy's a sheesh. Um, I can't even say the Brooklyn Nets no more because they blew that whole thing up, and <laughs> that was the worst experiment in scientific experiment history. Um, sorry, y'all. It just is what it is. So we got the Pistons, we got the Celtics, we got the Warriors, we got Milwaukee. I have to come up with a fifth team. Mm. While I do agree and like what Sacramento's brewing up over and over in the West. Sorry, Ja, y'all not good in the West, bro. I've you're not. Everybody gonna give y'all problems. I'm sorry, y'all gotta tell me different. Um, bark in the playoffs, damn it. Um, this fifth one difficult, bro. Like, mm, I don't care for Philly. I don't. I'm not sold on them at all. They always choking up. They always choking the playoffs. Like, they ain't been up there since Allen Iverson was that guy. So, sorry, Philly. Um, oh man, they was in the conference finals, but uh, Kawhi had that shot. You know exactly. So they they if, if it wasn't for that that bounce that quiet if had. it wasn't for that bounce do you think Philly wins the championship? No, not against Golden State. 
I mean, Golden State, the they hey, you think them injuries just never would have happened, huh? The rant probably would have happened, but I think I think Toronto was a harder place to hmm, I can't say Toronto's a harder place to win in than Philly. Um but since Toronto Yeah, they may not. Clay wouldn't. I don't know. If I could say Clay would have got injured. I, I think Durant would have got injured. But I don't know if Clay would have got injured. It's it's hard to place to say what injuries would have happened or not because you guys all about placement, people, things colliding, etc. Who's True. taking charges? Who's not? All that crap of crap, right? So who knows? But we can play with the idea. Um, mm-hmm. I think it goes seven games. Yeah, and I think Kevin Durant gives a valiant effort. I think NB gives you some solid buckets, but I think it comes down to a fourth quarter victory. Mm-hmm. That's a good series, personally. I mean, if them injuries didn't play out the way they did, that series probably would have ended a lot differently. True. I think I think we would have saw who Ben Simmons was, though. He would have showed up like he did a year later, and that would have cost Philly the title. Or won it. Because he was a defensive stopper, bro. He was locking yeah. people up. He was. I mean, it, I mean, but hard Golden to State, say now. It's just like it's like okay, you guard Clay, but you leave Steph open, or are you gonna guard Steph? And, and that's open? the dude. That's the duality of playing against Golden State. They just have always been that way. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, it's almost a lazy excuse, but I mean, it's still facts. Mm-hmm. So my fifth team would possibly possibly. <laughs> it will possibly be man I think I'm just going it's hard to say but I'm letting you know I'm a cheat I, I cheat when I do this I'm letting Denver and Phoenix go head up and whoever wins that matchup get that fifth spot bro who do you think will win that matchup? Mm, when both fully healthy and in their bags, I think the refs win. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the refs get that one call on, bro, I think that's who wins that series. Okay. That's but I think that. Denver has a disadvantage, though, because you got one of the best all-time shooters, I think, in Kevin Durant. You got another automatic bucket in terms of Devin Booker. You have a veteran, like, Hall of Famer, incoming Hall of Famer in Chris Paul. You also have – you also have DeAndre Ayton – I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, I mean, Aiden can't can't hold Jokic though. No, I, I don't think so. But I think it gives him them buckets not easy. He good. I think that I think that Jokic will end up with a lot more assists in that matchup. But well, Farsh, I, mean, I don't think he's just gonna dominate and destroy DeAndre Aiden. I just I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, I um, just feel like Jokic get like crapped on a lot and I don't understand why because he a beast man like no I, no I I, I agree you know I listen listen Nikola Jokic is an absolute 
He he is MVP caliber. Clearly, he's proven that. I am not mm-hmm. going to take that away from that man. He's great. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the best to do it. I need to see him go get that championship. Just mm-hmm. solidify it. Get it out of the way. We ain't got to worry about dissing him no more about it don't mean a thing if ain't got that ring. All that other, <laughs> nah, dog. Listen, go get your, go get yours, bro. Go, go get yours, bro. Go get it. You know, so. Um, but no, I think the refs wins that game. <laughs> they are going to have problems with Kevin Durant unless he gets injured because he always does. Anyway, um, whether his ego or actually on the on the court, that's I think is the biggest downfall of the ego. But you know who I thought you was going to say? What I thought you was going to say something about the Clippers? No, not confident in the Clippers at all. Mm-hmm. It's just. I feel like they were a better team before the trade deadline, and then they messed it up. And oh, by God, by getting Russell Westbrook. I mean, yeah, not only by getting him, but I feel like you know they gave away um, Kennard. He was a good three point shooter. He was a good six man for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, Ray he Jackson. was a good three point shooter. That's real nice. <laughs> Reggie Jackson was was you know he could handle mm-hmm. the ball a little bit. I didn't like him for us, but he worked out there. And, uh, he worked here. Year. I feel like. Two seasons. He you know when I was doing Reggie work. Jackson? What? I was doing Reggie Jackson in 2016 when he when we were going against the Cavs. It was game three. I was there. Everybody waving a towel. And I think it was like 10 seconds left in the game. And I think the game is tied or either we're down by one. And he dribbles the ball off his foot. <laughs> and possession goes to the Cavs. And I think at that that moment right there, I was done. I was done. I was like, I I feel like that type of thing, like it's fluky. Like, okay, it was like can't predict that, but it's like I haven't even seen that one. Like, of course, I never played professionally, college, none of that stuff. I played in middle school and like we didn't even do stuff like that in middle school. So I was just really yeah. like <laughs> like really off your foot. Like not not that it not that we couldn't even get a shot up. Not that it was a brick three or a step back three or a bad shot to even just give us the opportunity. Like he just turned it over off the foot. So. Detroit, I think its biggest Achilles heel is up to like a certain point is we've always went to go and try to grab players and make them seem greater than who they actually are. Mm-hmm. At that point of their career. We knew Reggie Jackson was good. Is he a starting point guard good? Depending on the roster he's on, who else he got to compete with? Right. Um, I just was never really sold on the whole Reggie Jackson experiment because I'm ultimately going to always be a Chauncey Billups fan for life. <laughs> um, Judge your mama. I don't care how much you love Isaiah, how much more he did as a Piston than Chauncey did. Chauncey Bill, nah. I think, was pound for pound. Pound for pound as a point guard. One of the best clutch point guards we've had in Pistons history. Mm-hmm. Isaiah was damn good 1B. In fact, I think in a prime, if they go head up, that's a dog. They got to <laughs> play at the Saint. <laughs> they can't play at LCA or the Palace. They got to play at the Saint. Like they gotta, they gotta get them shots off. They gotta, 
but you know Isaiah gonna get his little ass body. He gonna get mm-hmm. he gonna get all types of shoulders in the chin. He gonna get all types of back downs. He gonna get all types of shot off the glass. Chauncey's gonna right. overwhelm that dude, dude. I'm just saying he's Isaiah's gonna give him the works, but if Chauncey get that ball, he's he gonna just body you and just destroy you in the post. Just not that he can't pull up from three, but he's just gonna body you because he see you little. Um, but anyway, we talked about basketball. I think a whole lot. I got at least two more top fives in me. You ready for these? All right. I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. Top five foods, bro. What what are your top five foods? That's like mm, need a, gotta have. Okay, so foods talking about like meal entrees, right? Sure. Um, I mean, of course, jerk chicken. Okay, Get on this podcast, that. you better say that. Jerk chicken number one. Um, I feel like everything else I'm gonna name is just proteins. I'm gonna go with pizza. I love pizza. Mm. Um. I'm a simple person from the pizza. Like, just be, I, I, I'll go with plain pepperoni and cheese. I don't need all of the supreme and all of the meat lovers. If you stuff. had it's to pick, good, but... I'm a, I'm a throw this in there. Your go-to pizza place. Where is it? Where are you getting your pizza from? First thought, first yeah. thought, go. Little Caesars. All right, fair. <laughs> that is nowhere near my top five of any pizza place I've ever gone to. So sorry, you and your own. When it's fresh and hot. <laughs> yeah. When it's fresh and hot. That's what I'm saying. Maybe is really good. Mm-hmm. No, but after that first five minutes of coming out the oven, that piece of trash, bro. You ever had the extra most besties yet? Hmm? You had the extra most besties or you just do the plain hot already? No, but because I've had this other pizza place, I, they wouldn't even be close. Okay. I'll give you that. And I'll let you know what that is in a second. Finish off. <laughs> Jerk chicken pizza. Um, I'm going to have to go with like like I, I love a good piece of salmon. I go with salmon, or just any fish, really. Uh, but salmon, got it. Yeah. Number four, number four, number four, number four. four. Um, chicken and waffles. I sure. Said chicken, but I'm going chicken and waffles. That's fine. Um, they didn't say it had to be a dish or a certain entree. That's fine. And then the last one, I'm gonna have to take it to New Orleans and and do the charbroiled oysters. Ooh. I never made them. Left turn, bro. That boy. I probably can. I probably can never make them. But (laughs) she fair. I do appreciate a good oyster. It's not top five for me. I would say Mm -hmm. for me, jerk chickens in there all day, every day. If I had to go pizza, I'm going Greg's Pizza off of Six Mile Livernois. If you know, you know that is some damn good pizza next to Buddy's. I was about to. I was about to go there the other day, but I ended up going to a different spot. Yeah, Greg's for sure. I, I haven't had go. Greg's in like I haven't had Greg's in like twenty years. I, I have not had Greg's until within the last two years, and I was like, "Why did the world let me not experience this? Y'all hate me. It's apparent." Mm-hmm. Um, you get the frog legs too, or you don't do frog legs? I can't say that I do, but I also can't say that I have. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um. I love a good broiled salmon filet. In mm-hmm. fact, I think my salmon filet is definitely top five. And it's not two through five. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's that. I would say whew, Elena's macaroni and cheese. Top five. All time. Judge your mama. 
That's mm-hmm. your problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. I'm making cheese mm-hmm. slap. That's another That's how y'all bless us with like a whole pan. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> Let the record show. Jarrell likes that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think finally, and this is your fault because I let you go first and you went to Nolans. So I'm gonna go to Nolans with you, and I'm gonna just say either gumbo or jambalaya, bro, because I am a huge fan of New Orleans cuisine, of Cajun things, of Popeyes because it was founded in New Orleans. Um, But I love a good Cajun cuisine. I love crawfish. I love uh, crawfish etouffee. Like, (laughs) hey, listen, anything that involves seafood, really, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, I'll... I've learned to appreciate mussels. I've learned to, I've really learned to appreciate good cooked scallops, um, like shrimp, lobster, crab legs. Mm-hmm. If it is under the sea, <laughs> I probably want it. I ain't gonna hold you up. I can. <laughs> uh, no, you said under the sea. I just imagine you just like putting your hand down in the Atlantic and then just <laughs> pulling up whatever's there. You start rinsing, grilling, or boiling, or Listen, you get it. Seafood boils. <laughs> Listen, you got to make it right. If that shrimp got them them poop sacks in there, we are gonna have a problem. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. The vein, the veins, bro. Don't just say it's the vein. The vein, the veins. Mm-hmm. You don't. You're nasty. Um, you ever do the shrimp with the uh, with the head attached, or you just do it? No, absolutely that? not. Okay. If One day I'm gonna try it with the head on it, but if you do, I'm probably gonna cut the head off. Just gonna eat any type of fish, fried fish. You know, it is what it is. I love it. Um, without explanation, top five snacks. Snacks, snacks. Top five snacks. Or- top five, top five, top Oreos. Five. Uh, anything gummy. So like gummy worms. Or gummy bears. Hope you brush your teeth, um, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with, with hot Cheetos, the classic hood snack. Hot you Cheetos. Can't, you can't not. You can't not. Um, I want to go get some now. <laughs> trying to think of snacks. Uh, Austin peanut butter crackers or whatever peanut butter crackers you get your hands on. You an old man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go with popcorn. Fair. I'm going to go popcorn because I can make it anywhere. I have a bowl I literally dedicate to making popcorn in. Um, movie butter popcorn. In fact, I want to go to the movies this weekend. I want to go see Creed. I got to I gotta go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm figuring that out. I want some popcorn. Anyway, uh, shit, focus. Uh, <laughs> definitely popcorn. Um, ooh, it tears off from there. Snacks, right? Um, I love good peanuts. Peanuts is an underrated snack. It's healthy. Sometimes it's tasty. You can you won't feel guilty about a sugared something peanuts, but it's great. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. one of my biggest issues is that sometimes I turn regular food into snacks. But judge your mama. Um, I would say, mm, a good set of cherries, bro. Okay, underrated. Oh, just mm. yeah. I like the ones that seeded though, like the big like Michigan seeded. Yeah, they, like, spit really them boys red. out and keep going. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I like them boys. Give me a metal bucket when I do. It. I want you want to hear the. Yeah, 
Anyway. Like <laughs> <laughs> you in the country. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You get it. Um, you got popcorn, you got peanuts, you got cherries. Um, I'll even the shell them things. I don't care. Um, I'ma just say those type of like so anything in the category of like pistachios, almonds, pecans, 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 peanuts. Yeah. Um I ain't gonna dare uh, end up on Sway the Remix God. Anyway, um <laughs> I would also say I love blueberries. I don't know what it is. Um, I like berries in general, but blueberries are just top five for me. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, it's one of the ones I don't feel bad about dropping on the floor because my dogs eat them. Um, yeah. They love those, <laughs> but it's like a sharing thing between that and popcorn. Um, and fifth, final, foremost, and all of the things. Um, I'm a cheat, though, but it's a type of popcorn. It is. I get so tired of them damn double good fundraisers. However, when I get the Enqueso fire flavor of it, it makes it all worth it. It's just, (laughs) if you never had Enqueso fire popcorn from double good, do yourself a favor and bless yourself. It's delicious. I'm going to go upstairs and try it after this episode. Oh, you got some, don't you? So Gabby, she be ordering. See, see, she like, what kind do you want? What kind do you want? I'm like, it's it's just popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> but the right. way she, so, it's not just popcorn. So I want you to try it and let me know how it goes. The moment that you start trying to eat some, okay. I think I know exactly how this is gonna go because if I know you like I know me, it's gonna go the exact same way. Um, don't you pop? You can't stop. Moving on, top five things. Uh, last thing, last thing. I think we're the last thing. I'm going with last thing. Top five shoes in your collection right now that you love. Oh, man. Yep, <laughs> doing it. Let's go. This can be your uh, favorite Jordan silhouette. It can just be shoes in your collection. Um, It could be of those silhouettes. What are your favorite shoes in your collection right now? Okay. Top I'm five, gold. top five, top five. Bread 11s. Um, I still hate you. I want those so bad. Still, keep going. <laughs> uh, Flint Thirteens, big facts. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I wore my my black Tacky Twelves like two weeks ago, so I, I love those right now. I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't pass on them. Big um, facts. Uh, what else do I got? I don't got Boy, nothing. stop! You got everything. <laughs> Shut up! I can't uh, stand go you, with- people. I'm gonna go with the playoff 13s mm. that I that I just got. Mm-hmm. And then um you know the I wore the taxi ones like top of the year and I really like those. I like those more than I thought I would. So I'm gonna go mm. with those. Fair enough. Jarrell be trying to be like with black taxi twelves, but anyway. <laughs> um so I would say overall, my favorite pair of shoes that I can throw with anything I want to wear and I can get away with as a sporty look as well as a grown-up date night look. And I'm still going to judge you because we two whole days into March and you still ain't bought them yet. Mm -hmm. 
is the 218 Air Jordan 2s, bro. Them is the most comfortable pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. It feels like a loafer. That's how comfortable it is. It feels like a comfy loafer. Like, it's okay. just... Mm, if you don't get them, bro, I'm just going... I don't even know. <laughs> I might even be tempted to buy them for you. Like, you got to get that off. You got to get that off your list, man. You know I'm going to get them. I know. I know you, but I still know you. So there's that. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> You know I wouldn't talk crap if I didn't love you. Mm-hmm. God damn it, you get on my nerves too. Here we go. <laughs> um, so definitely those, those definitely top five, top five, top five. Um, from there it's hard because I have an affinity for buying the shoes I love. So this is going to be a very, very hard thing. So that should tell you all how much I love those twos. Shout out to Rose Spit. Shout out to Two Eighteen. What up, though? Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Yak Town as well, obviously. Um. I will say this. I know we said we weren't talking about shoe things, but this is a very underrated pair of shoes, bro. The Air Jordan yeah. 10 Stealth from 2012. I put these <clears> on <throat> for the third time since I bought them used a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's just a... I love Air Jordan 10, so let's make that clear. Um, Sheesh. Fire Red 3s, bro. Okay. Fire Red 3s is definitely a, a shoe to be working with. I just, it, I didn't realize how comfortable the 3s were. I think it's probably my most comfortable Jordan silhouette. Like, 2s is up there from what I told you already. That certain mm-hmm. 2 is comfy as all get out. Mm-hmm. But them 3s, I'm like, something's in the water, bro. I remember I told you about them 3s. Them 3s is always comfortable. 3s, <laughs> dog. Listen, <laughs> listen, if I can get them in every colorway, I probably would. You would have to call mm-hmm. me Mr. Uh Unloved Threes. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy Ken Byers, aka Mr. Unloved Ones. Um friend, friend of the family of the show. Um so that's one, two, three. Just this is rough. This is gonna be real rough. I feel like y'all gonna y'all gonna come for me anyway. I don't care. Um I would say. It's hard to say which Jordan one because I have this thing where I think I have a lot of Jordan ones in my collection now, which is crazy. I never thought that I would be here in this space. Mm-hmm. I would say right now, and this is a, a quick little cut scene, I want to give a huge, um, a huge version of love to all the um the family, alumni, the students, et cetera, at the university that we humbly know as MSU, uh, Michigan mm-hmm. State University in East Lansing, Michigan, um, for the tragic events that happened a few weeks ago with the um, the murder-suicide, if you will, of several students because of some ignorant asshole who decided it was a good idea to show up on their campus with no affiliation to the university and start um, unaliving young students that had a bright future in front of them including some of Detroit's own. So um, we give you your love. We give you your praises. Um, hope the families are recovering the best they know how um, and all those affected in the MSU community. So with that being said, this next pair of shoes is part of the reason. Not It's not part of the reason I got them, but anybody that knows me and when I bought these shoes, I humbly refer to them as my MSUs 
And that's the Air Jordan 1 Gorge Green. Some boys is clean. <laughs> I have never had a green shoe in my life. But for them, them boys is clean. They comfy. I wore them once. They are comfy on the first wear. The leather just mwah, immaculate. And uh, yeah, I'm about to run them boys into the ground. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously, I'm going to just have to go with these, my Cool Bear 11s, because that was a childhood dream of mine that had to happen. And you can't go wrong with a Cool Bear 11. I feel like you can do that with any and everything. There's certain ways you got to do it, but the Cool Bear 11s are just a classic of any collection. So even if people, they too plain, they too indie, they not OG, Jordan wore them, shut up. Um, and his return to the NBA in the yeah. 2000s. So shut up. Um, in fact, that's when they came out. So judge your mama. Uh, but I will say, there are two pair of shoes that are coming out that I can't wait to get my feet in. Okay. The white cement threes that drop on March 11th. Mm-hmm. I'm listen. I don't. Huh. Huh. I'm ready. Ain't no, ain't no way, boy. Ain't, ain't no okay. way, boy. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way, boy. <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> I saved up all the coins I need. So y'all just got to figure know. out how y'all going to give me a pair. Dang it. I was going to say, I guess I'm going to have to put it in for you, huh? Hey. I don't need them. Hey, I think you're going to get them anyway. I know you. Shut up. Nah, um, we uh, listen. I don't trust you when it comes to. I'm not going to even do it. Bro. I realize. I realized I, I told a fib earlier because I, I got the 13 in February. I said I hadn't got any shoes in all of February, but I got those. And the reason mm. why I forgot is because I got I hit on a shock drop. Usually, it was like if I hit. Nah, what was it? Drop, was it? Was it January? I thought it was like February second. It's probably 3rd. like early February. Yeah, and they said they got delivered, I think, like, February 8th. It's like I had them, like, a whole week before. So that's why I forgot, because I didn't hit on the day of the drop. I hit on a shot drop. <laughs> so in my head, I'm thinking, like, I ain't getting no shoes in February. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Must, must be night. Look, look at it, Aaron. <laughs> you know he wasn't going to get out of this episode without Jerome pulling off that new pair of shoes, bro. <laughs> Listen. I didn't call Foot Loggers to see if they had them low key. I ain't gonna hold you up, but I'm chilling. I'm mm-hmm. good. I don't need it. Mm-mm. Don't. If I get those, I'm passing on the white cement threes, and I think that's stupid. So that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. definitely a cold pair because with the threes and the thirteens equals three one three. Anyway, um, oh, wow. see, I'm cool like that. Um, mm-hmm. and then the defining moments package as Jarrell sniffs his shoes in <laughs> utter lust for his shoes. And total love for playoff things. You can't afford you can't afford to miss a layup when you win the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I need too. them to find the final moments packages of the Jordan Elevens that dropped this December. I missed that pair. Well, it didn't come as a pair. It came as a package, obviously. That's the whole DMP thing. Your boy ain't have three hundred dollars to shell out at like the tender age of like was that seventeen. No, what was broke? <laughs> what was broke? He didn't make broke, broke. I ain't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, man, wasn't gonna be able to do it. But this year, 
I hope you get everything that's missing. And that's what's missing. Shout out to Big Shine. What up, though? Anyway, um, I think that's my top five. Um, as far as what we doing today, I think I might make that a thing. Okay. We're just going to spin that into a whole seg- segment one day. Well, next episode. As far as this episode, um, remember the top fives in your life. Make sure you define them, redefine them, evaluate them. Make sure you're still serving you. Um, make sure you're still serving them. And most importantly, always keep smelling your shoes like Jarrell is doing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, make sure you have a reason that you are still top five in your life. Um, keep yourself up, brush them teeth, wash that face with the good cleaner, not just the, the cleaner that you can afford. You, you can, you can, you can spend a couple extra dollars on you. Um, whether that be your skincare, your, your hair care, your get the mani pedis. That's another underrated feeling folks. Um, Put your feet in dope shoes, put your clothes in dope clothes, and put your limbs in dope clothes. And um, make sure you take care of your eyeballs, too, as I look at my glasses. Anyway, that is how we are going to walk out of this episode of the Mental Matters Pod. Remember, you can catch us wherever you get your podcast things, whether that be on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get and stream your podcast. Find us at mentalmatterspod.com. You can also check us out on Facebooks, the Twitters, the ticks of the talks, and the Instas of the Grams. And with that being known and Black said, Jarrell, do you have anything for the people, Big Preach, before we get... About of here. Oh man. Um I was just say spring is coming. And, Woo! Uh, just continue to stay hydrated. But as the seasons change, just just find something to be grateful for. That's what I would suggest. Big Count fast. your blessings. Count your blessings, multiply them by two, and add the tax. There you go. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we love y'all. We appreciate you for listening to another episode of the Mental Matters Podcast. Um, tap in with us. Let us know what you think. Like, rate, subscribe, comment, share with your friends, and they share with their friends, and their friends can share with their friends, and they can talk about how great we may be doing. So, that being said, remember life is short. Go to therapy. Buy and always wear the shoes. And toxic masculinity wherever you go. Get your merch from the websites today, tomorrow, and all the days that we are here doing this thing together. And with that, we out this thing. Bay y'all. Bye. Top five, top five, top five.